I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psychacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is why men make more than women. So, if you are like me, who grew up in the West, since the time you were a child, you were told that women earn 82 cents for every dollar earned by a man. This was repeated over and over and over again until it more or less assumed the status of an unquestionable truth, and doubting its validity was tantamount to attacking the entire female gender. However, by now, dear listeners, you should know that things are not always or usually what they appear to be. So today, let's take a closer look at this old standby. The statistic from which this fact is derived is a third grade statistic. Like it's something we might expect an eight-year-old to calculate. How was it constructed? To get this number, they added up every man's annual salary and divided the sum by the number of working men and compared it with the sum of every woman's annual salary divided by the number of working women. That's it. As statistical analyses go, it's probably the most imprecise approximation of reality one could possibly conceive. What's more, this third grade statistic was paired with an equally elementary interpretation. Namely, since the only apparent difference between the two groups identified as men and women was ostensibly gender, then the observed wage gap must be entirely due to that variable. Third grade math coupled with third grade thinking. It's time to grow up. Now, the easiest way to help people understand why the statistic isn't true is to ask them a seemingly unrelated question. Do all women make the same amount of money? Obviously, they don't. So then you have to ask, why do some women make more money than others? It can't possibly be due to gender because they're all women. So what else could be responsible? Well, maybe some of them are in higher paying industries. Absolutely. The kind of work that you do would have a huge impact on your earning potential. But do all say women lawyers make the same amount? Obviously, they don't. So why do some women lawyers make more than others? Well, maybe it's due to seniority. Okay, that could definitely be part of it. But do all say women lawyers who have worked for a company for 10 years make the same amount? Obviously, they don't. So why do some women lawyers who have worked for a company for 10 years make more than others? Well, maybe some of them work more hours than others. Yeah. I mean, if you do more work or work more overtime, you're going to get paid more, aren't you? But do all say women lawyers who have worked for a company for 10 years and who work a total of 80 hours a week make the same amount, et cetera, et cetera. The point of this thought experiment is to draw out all the variables that may reasonably affect income that have nothing to do with gender. We can then factor these variables into our original calculation with respect to men and women by controlling for their influence. And this actually allows us to compare apples to apples because if we remove all other known sources of income variation, then what's left might be attributable to gender. And in fact, people have done just that. This is called the controlled pay gap. And lo and behold, when you control for all these known variables of income variation, the gender pay gap shrinks from 18 cents to one cent. One cent. 
So there is a 1% difference in pay that favors men, which is not a statistically significant difference. This means that men and women are functionally paid the same amount, all other things being equal. However, you have to be nuanced in your analysis in order to arrive at this conclusion. Does this mean that sexism doesn't exist? No. But it does suggest that sexism plays a much smaller role in the economic realities of women than is commonly believed. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this episode to someone who might benefit from its message, because it's word-of-mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. You can also go to my website and tip me through the donation function in proportion to the value that you feel you've received from this message. I use this to bankroll the channel. I rely on your support to keep things running, and I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Of course, when you relax all of these controls, it remains clear that men as a whole make more than women as a whole. And this uncontrolled pay gap increases significantly once a woman has children. Now, one of the common interpretations of this finding is that men out-earn women because women are doing more of the unpaid labor of raising children and running the household. And if men would do their fair share of the household duties, this uncontrolled gap would shrink. Now, while it's true that women do more of this unpaid labor than men do, this may be due less to sexist cultural forces than to the biological, psychological reality that infants need their mothers far more than they need their fathers, of whom they may only be dimly aware at this point. It's also true that these factors are merely correlated. That is, one interpretation of the data could be that women make less than men because they're busy doing unpaid labor in the household. Another interpretation could be that women are busy doing unpaid labor in the household because they make less than men. Like in any given relationship, it's far more likely that the man earns more than the woman, given the fact that income status and social prestige are key drivers of female mate selection. And it would make economic sense in a partnership in which resources are shared and in which one party earns more than the other for the party who earns more to kind of specialize in earning money and to devote more time to that pursuit. The earning discrepancy would free up time in the other person's day to attend to the necessary but unpaid tasks that keep the partnership running. In fact, you could even consider that these tasks are paid by the earning discrepancy of the other party that is then shared mutually in the relationship under such an arrangement. Like specializing in that way makes good economic sense. So though we don't know for sure, I'm willing to bet that that's closer to the truth of things than the other way around. Here's the thing. The uncontrolled gender pay gap will always exist. Always, period. No matter all the social advances or economic incentives or ideological campaigns, it's never going to change. Men will always make more than women. And men will always make more than women because earning is tied to men's reproductive success in a way that it is not tied to women's. Why? Because, as we all know, I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy who can't get no love from me. 
hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride trying to holler at me. Like, for better or worse, women in general don't fuck with guys with lower status and income. The same is not true for women. Men will fuck an attractive convenience store clerk with no status, education, or resources. It is what it is. So here's the upshot. Money means lots of things to lots of people. It can mean security. It can mean freedom. It can mean fun. It can mean confidence. It can mean lifestyle. It can mean all these things to women, but it means all these things to men plus reproductive success. Money serves one additional function for men that it doesn't for women. This is why, all other things being equal, money is relatively more valuable to men than it is to women. And this is why, no matter how much money women make, men will continue to make more. Like if women worked 90 hours a week, men would work 91. Not all of them, but enough of them. And they will do this in order to outpace women, in order both to improve their ability to access more and more desirable sexual opportunities and to maintain the stability of their pre-existing relationships as well. This is because divorce, which is already disproportionately initiated by women, is 50% more likely again when the woman out-earns the man. If necessary, men would invent a 25th hour in the day if it meant it would improve their odds in the sexual marketplace. And this is why the uncontrolled pay gap isn't going anywhere anytime soon. In fact, if it disappeared, we might be in some kind of end of days scenario because in that case, the pool of eligible bachelors for these higher earning women would then be so small that we would probably be well below replacement rates with respect to our population. And that's why men make more. No matter how hard women work, some men will always work harder because given women's selection criteria, it's related to our genetic survival. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like the priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always, thank you for listening.